hello, and welcome to Perspectives with Wendy Neen. I am your host, Wendy Neen. I want to thank you for continuing to tune in. It is my hope that you will share your experience with Perspectives and invite others to listen, for there is something intended for you as a takeaway in each episode of Perspectives. But the only way to find out is to click one episode at a time. (laughs) Today we're going to talk about the aftermath of three words. The aftermath of three words. Now, I think all of us know someone or we've heard of someone who will accept anything and they're willing to literally do anything to keep a mate. Some go to the extreme and and some are, well, just plain foolish about what they will overlook just to be with someone. In situations like this, self-worth does not exist in their world. Life is all about having this individual, regardless of the sacrifices one must make to have this person in their life. Now, when I was thinking about this episode, it reminded me of an episode of Dateline that I was watching at some point. And I found the episode to to really be very disturbing. And of course, I'm going to talk about it and paraphrase it, but it was about a lady who was very successful with her career and she made very good decisions regarding her money. And she started working for a company and she did very well. She advanced in the ranks in the company and, and she was just living life very well. But it was something that she was missing that she always wanted. And while she was with this company, she actually met a guy there who was working. And this guy was very well known as as really just being a very smart guy. And at some point, this guy was was on a a game show. He was a contestant and and it bought him winnings in end. And he also was a chef and he enjoyed cooking. So when he was wooing her and dating her and going out, she, he would cook for her. And you can imagine what those meals were like since he was a, a chef. So he was also 10 years or more younger than she was. And imagine that. And so soon after that, they got married. The The, the strange thing about this episode, though, in, the, in this marriage is about A few months into the marriage, the husband and wife became very ill. They were experiencing diarrhea on the regular, vomiting, weakness, fatigue, and doctors just could not figure out the cause and treatments and medications were not working. They couldn't find anything that helped. But the interesting thing is the husband, he got better. But the wife did not. Her illness continued for a period of time and and then it would kind of go away. She'd start feeling a little better, and but then it would reoccur. Hmm. This was ongoing, and then at some point she actually required hospitalization. And there were a few times that that she was in there and she really just did not know 
if she would make it. So she called her friends and family to come around. She confided in them about her fears because of this unknown illness. So when all of this happened, she she then made a decision that she wanted to change her beneficiary. And she had her husband on there. And she took that away and gave her relative, I forget which relative it was, but she gave them power of attorney. And the interesting thing about this is that the wife had suspicions that her husband may have been doing something to her that caused her to be sick and him not. But she never considered leaving him. Each time she would eat, of course, he prepared the meals. She would get sick very shortly afterwards. <laughs> and it, it was interesting because this, this kind of was going on for so long that even doctors decided they, they might need to ask her, is there someone that you think that maybe wants you dead? <laughs> she didn't hesitate. And her response was pretty prompt. She said, if, if anyone did, it would be my husband because of my money. Hmm. But again, she did not leave him. Nor did she mention any of her thoughts to her husband. Why? Because he was everything to her. He was everything she always wanted. Now, this illness continued for several months, and into the marriage, it, it got to the point where she was so sick, she was in a room, and her husband called one of her relatives, and he said, I really don't know how much longer she's going to hold on. It is not looking good. Now, mind you, each time he would take her his food, he would woo her even more and say nice things to her. He was very kind. He would give her gifts. And she was he, he was the best thing that ever happened to her. Now when he got off the phone with his with her relative, he walks into her room and he injected her with nicotine behind her ear. She was then dead after the injection. The investigation of this death went on for nearly 20 years. He really thought he had gotten away with it. So during the investigation, it was determined that he was poisoning her with nicotine with very high doses of it in the food that he was preparing for her. Hmm. But, of course, they had to prove it, and they went through that process. But in the meantime, he ended up having to resign from the company they were working from because they found out he was not truthful on his resume. He did not have the degree and the experience that he indicated on there that he did. So he was in need of money. So he also filed an insurance claim for his deceased wife's Rolex watch, which he gave to her relative per her request before she died. Now he received a payment from the claim and which means he committed insurance fraud. 
But the investigation continued and it was determined, of course, about the high doses of nicotine that he did. But during his trial, the interesting thing is he had a wife prior to this one and she actually testified and she said she became very ill right after they got married. And when that happened, she actually, he suggested to her that she get life insurance. When she applied for the insurance, she was denied. Don't know quite remember why, but she was denied the coverage. And guess what he did? He left immediately. And the interesting thing after that is she never got sick again. Imagine that. So as time went on, of course, and he got convicted and, and he he was sentenced. But the investigator was then asked by someone. They, they were kind of like, do you think, why do you think a woman with a great career who was very wealthy and had anything one would want would stay with someone who she suspected was slowly killing her? The investigator responded, well, it was three words. And he knew all this because he had been investigating this for 20 years. He really got deep into this person to understand what was going on. And he said it was three words. Her husband told her, I love you. This was something she was missing in her life. And when she got it, she did not want to lose it. But instead, she was willing to lose her life for it. Hmm. This person and many decide very early in life that they want what society says you should have. And it, it's instilled in them that you must fight for your marriage to last. And it, it, it also tells them to ignore and accept behavior because of an old saying, men will be men. Hmm. Yeah, there have been crimes committed, parents, children, they've been killed because of conflict with the significant other because they did not want to let anything or anyone come between them. So I asked the question, how is this happiness? Hmm. And in some of these cases where death occurs, they end up going to prison and the person that they committed this crime for is free. And of course, there was someone else. You see, life <laughs> is always going to step in and rectify the wrong. You have to love yourself and everything connected before anyone else gets a part in your life. The relationship you have with yourself is what sets the tone for any relationship you will have. When you love yourself and have self-worth, self-esteem, you do not seek nor desire to have your life taken for three words. Hmm. 
Now, some may interpret this as we must be a loner. Not by far. (laughs) When you understand life will place an individual who will be all that in your life when the time is right, you have to reach that chapter in your book of life. So until then, there is so much that you are learning about yourself that your focus is not thought of in any way as being lonely. Keep in mind, you can do all things but fail. Because everything is possible. For a new wind is blowing the pages of your book of life right now. And when I think about these type situations that sometimes females get themselves into, it reminds me, and those of you who know me very well know my favorite artist is Jennifer Holliday. <laughs> and it reminds me of one of her songs where Jennifer would ask the question, how much can a woman take? How much pain before her heart can break? She said, I placed my life into your hands, but now I got to change my plans. Just for a while, I'm going to hold back my tears and open my ears to my heart. And baby, just for a while, I'm going to be someone strong and just keep walking on without you. That's what I will do. That's what this lady should have done. And so many others. But but let, 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 me, let me tell you a little bit more of what Jennifer said. She also asked, how much can a woman cry? <laughs> what does it take before she sees the light? And, and she admits, hey, my body was weak for your touch, but now it hurts too much. So just for a while, I'm going to hold back my tears and open my ears to my heart. And baby, just for a while, I'm going to be someone strong and keep walking on without you. That's what I'll do. Now, Jennifer also talked a little bit more. You see, like I said, Jennifer, that's my favorite. That's my girl. She said, I thought being separate was how it should be. Because you know what? It took me losing you to find me. See, that's, that's, that's what life will do. It'll show you. I'm better off all by myself. Been living with you when I shouldn't. <laughs> so again, just for a while, I'm going to hold back my tears and open my ears to my heart. And baby, just for a while, I'm going to be someone strong and keep walking on without you. That's what I'll do. And then she said, you know what? What can I say? We've been together for many a days. Don't say a word. Just look away. But you know what? I, you know I love you, but I just can't stay. 
pack my bags. I'm sure going to miss you. I'm sure going to miss your loving. <laughs> Hear me now. <laughs> I'm not going to be afraid. No, not this time. I'm going to be strong and keep walking on without you. That's what I'm going to do. I got to keep holding on. <laughs> keep holding on. You know why? Because everything is going to be all right. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> As Jennifer would say, just keep walking on without you. And everything is going to be all right. Yes, it is. This is how we do it on Perspectives. It is what it is. It is done. Until next time. <laughs>